The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, everybody? Anthony Cazenza here with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. Happy to be coming at you here. A little bit of an impromptu show, a little bit of a different show, um, kind of just a little bit more of a breaking news show. We're not going to be here a long time. We were, we went late last night. It was fun hanging out with a lot of you and getting some of you on the air, etc. What a weekend of football, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I, not, I, I know it's obviously more exciting when the Bengals are in it and they have this exciting win. But just in general, every single one of these four games had crazy comebacks, last-minute wins. Three of the four came on the feet of field goal kickers, and even you can count the one tonight as well because it's got sent to overtime thanks to Harrison Butker. Uh, So, look, I mean – Absolutely incredible weekend of football, top to bottom, uh, across the board, all four games, incredible. And it's shaping up that next week's games are going to be the same. You have you have on the NFC side, the 49ers who, you knew a lot of people liked them, but you didn't think, I don't think a lot of people had the 49ers going into Green Bay and beating them. They did it in the snow. West Coast team going to the Midwest and getting the win in the snow. And then, of course, they are going to really, really tough matchup for them because they will be playing for the third time, the Los Angeles Rams. Third time this season, they're going to be facing off against their divisional foe. To my knowledge, Jimmy Garoppolo has never lost as this 49er starting quarterback. He has never lost to the Los Angeles Rams. So that's going to be a big, big matchup there. But, of course, the other one we're looking at is the AFC championship game between the Cincinnati Bengals. We knew they were going after the result yesterday. And, of course, now that they have beaten the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, are going to be hosting the Cincinnati Bengals at Arrowhead Stadium next Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern is when the kickoff is. And if you noticed, I know some people are hot and cold on Jimmy Garoppolo, but in general, as as you look across those who 
advanced from the wild card round, those who advanced from the divisional round, you're looking at marquee quarterbacks, you're looking largely at quarterbacks that were drafted either first overall, first round picks, um, or, you know, uh, Jimmy G's kind of the exception at this point. But I mean, Matt Stafford, top pick, Burrow, top pick, um, you know, Josh Allen tonight, first, you know, early middle first round pick, Patrick Mahomes tonight, early middle first round pick. So, I mean, these you're getting the marquee quarterbacks and their teams getting you into and through the playoffs for sure. So the Cincinnati Bengals, we're not going to go through a ton of breakdowns and stuff because we're going to save that for the Wednesday show, but kind of wanted to make the announcement in case folks were kind of busy with different stuff. Talk about a couple of key points and then we're going to get out of here again. I'm Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com and this is the orange and black insider Bengals podcast. Happy to have all of you with us on this Sunday evening. Hopefully you are enjoying yourself and this weekend of football. Like I said, it's been a heck of a week, heck of a weekend of football for a number of folks, whether you're a, you know, a, just an NFL fan, whether your team's not in it or whether your team is in it. We'll see. Interesting stuff here. Thank you socks uh, for your, donation here since we said we're going to keep going throughout the week and we keep doing it we're going to add that to the pot to the javante woods foundation the foundation that has been set up by icky woods in memorial of his son who unfortunately passed away from a a severe asthma attack and asthma issues so we're gonna we've been pooling all of the super chat money that we've been receiving on this YouTube channel. And we're going to send that over to them in one big donation. Thank you so much for that socks. But he says he or she says rather this old, old man, I assume man, this old man wants to win next week and beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. I was there for, for both Super Bowl losses. Um, I don't know if you were there there in terms of like actually at the stadium. I don't know if you were there, there as a fan watching at home or wherever, you know, Super Bowl party or what have you. This is a year, and this is there's so many storylines, and there's going to be so many storylines, not only going into this AFC Championship game, but so many storylines going into uh, the, the Super Bowl. Should the Bengals make it there? And you heard Jim Nance. I mean, it was a, it was, and I understand why, but it was a gush fest from. Tony Romo and Jim Nance on the abilities of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen all night. And I know he wasn't playing. I know he wasn't suited up or whatever, but in general, Joe Burrow kind of wasn't talked about too much. I get it. A couple of years younger than these guys doesn't have quite the resume in terms of, you know, consistent playoff appearances as some of those guys in playoff wins, but the Bengals are here and they're here for a reason. They're here for many reasons. And one of the biggest, if not the biggest, is Joe Burrow. So they were not really talking about him, but one of the rare times that they did when they were kind of promoting the schedule of the championship weekend, Jim Nance kind of threw out uh, kind of some interesting tidbits of information where I sat there and I kind of turned my head a little bit going, hmm, I got to rewind that and hear what he said again. The... Super Bowl, the last one between the Bengals and the 49ers, was the first, I think the first Super Bowl called by Pat Summerall and John Madden, iconic duo calling calling football games. I think that's what Jim Nance recalled. So, and of course, 
we just lost um, John Madden recently, right before the new year. So that's, that's, you know, kind of hits home a little bit last lost Pat Summerall recently as well. So that kind of hits home there. Uh, we have all the stories from that game, you know, Joe Montana saying, Hey, there's John Candy over there and all kinds of different stuff on that final drive. That game as Jim Nance relayed. And I think we, we all either knew this or heard it and go, Oh yeah, that's right. It was the most watched show game, anything. It has the, it has the highest television ratings ever that game. So, uh, all that kind of, you know, and then of course it would be the third time the team, two teams would meet and all that kind of just, that's an interesting set of information. So as Sox says here, this, that would be an interesting storyline as would so many of the different demons the Bengals have slayed this year. Sweeping the Steelers, sweeping the Ravens. I mean, they've done it before. They did it in 09, but you know, 12 years. So they did that. And then, of course, you've got the first playoff win in 31 years, first road playoff win ever, and first AFC championship game appearance since that iconic 1988 season. And so now the Bengals have more, uh, they have more opportunities to continue to crush narratives. And unfortunately for the Bengals, as has kind of been the deal with them all year, Unfortunately, this game tonight, and I I understand why, because of the quarterback matchups and, you know, two good teams and all kinds of different things. And of course, how the game played out. But there's a narrative being out there that this should have been the true AFC championship game. This was the actual game. This was we, we could be in store for an even better one next week. And you have another quarterback in this game, despite what happens with the Bengals against the Chiefs in this one, you have another quarterback in this game and Joe Burrow, who needs to start being mentioned in the same breaths as Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, all these league elite quarterbacks, because in a very, very short period of time, he has been amazing. And, you know, all kinds of different things can happen, whether it's this weekend, whether it's next year or whatever. But Joe Burrow has entered himself into MVP conversations, or at least he should be comeback player of the year conversations, et cetera. So to, to you know, hear some of these things go out there saying, you know, this this tonight was the true AFC championship game and then, you know, whatever. Uh, that's just more for them, more chips to be placed on the shoulders. Right. Uh, so. At any rate, here's the deal. That's one of the storylines here. One of the there, there's a couple of other storylines that go into the Bengals going to Kansas City and playing the Chiefs. One of which was earlier this earlier this month, the Bengals take care of business and uh, beat beat the Chiefs. Um, they handled them at home, and that game there. It was right after the new year. That game there was the one that won the Bengals, essentially the AFC North title and punched their ticket to the postseason. Exciting game, incredible game. Joe Burrow played out of his mind, as did, as did Jamar Chase. And you kind of had a little bit of Mahomes, Tyreek Hill vibes between those two guys in watching that game. 
Bengals beat them on a last second field goal, 34 to 31. You would have heard a lot of complaining and whatnot from the Chiefs fan base about the officiating in that game. Um, you heard a little bit from the Raiders fan base as well in the wild card game. Uh, don't I, I'm gonna just be diplomatic and not really say much on that. However, you, you've heard that storyline, but the Bengals did beat the Kansas City Chiefs not too long ago. Like I said, beginning of the month, 34-31. And here's a quick snapshot from ESPN. You see Burrow, he was outstanding in that game. 30 of 39, 446 yards, four touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes was also very, very good in that game. 26 of 35, 259 and two touchdowns. Here's the key, though. Kansas City got real hot early. Got off to a hot start. Got off to a big lead there. You can see here by the time the third quarter before the third quarter kicked off the Bengals were down by 11 and then here you go here Cincinnati was all Cincinnati in the second half and that Bengals defense that Bengals defense held Patrick Mahomes in that Chiefs offense to three points now what's you're going to hear a lot about this week Patrick Mahomes that's this is a different team this is a different team this is you know they're they're playing they're really hot right now they're playing whatever yes but at the time the Kansas City Chiefs had really found their stride again at that point. I think they were on an 8-0 run, if I'm not mistaken, as they came into Cincinnati before Cincinnati beat them. So you, you got to also kind of, you know, there's, you're going to hear a lot, either for, as a Bengals fan or just as an NFL fan, you're going to hear a lot of all kinds of things favoring the Chiefs. You're going to hear a lot about postseason experience. That was a narrative also this week against – the Tennessee Titans, that that's why they were going to win this postseason experience. Well, the Bengals weathered the storm of nine sacks, that daunting pass rush, and not the prettiest of performances all around, but they weathered the storm and they got a tough win on the road against the number one seed. So there's things where you can kind of go, you know, back and forth on with this. And of course, Kansas City was playing on the road at the time and not at home. And so that's a difference that that needs to be noted too so there are a lot of differences and quite honestly you can point to that win you can point to all that kind of stuff that the Bengals had last you know earlier this month and you, you can say you know there, there may be some advantages there and there might be but this is just it's just different the Bengals are really confident in themselves but they're going on the road right the Chiefs are really confident in themselves but they just played four and a half quarters of football and the Bengals have an extra day of rest or what have you, as opposed to the Chiefs. So there's all kinds of back and forth that go into this. And I think you're going to see the Bengals. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't I don't run the Vegas odds maker maker lines or anything like that. But I would I would venture to guess that the Chiefs are going to be favored by at least five, if not upwards of six points in this game, just based on narratives, based on all kinds of different things. That's my gut guess. We'll see what happens early this week. I haven't checked the lines yet if they're even out yet, but um, that that's my that's my gut guess at this point. Um, so exciting, exciting game. And what's cool about this is I think I, I tweeted this out earlier. If you follow me on Twitter, I think we're going to start seeing a really cool thing in the AFC where you know Brady's not in the AFC anymore. Of course, Peyton Manning retired a handful of years ago. You know, there's a lot of different. A lot of different players in and out there, but I think you're going to start seeing consistently Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, even though they weren't in it this year, they were close. 
Justin Herbert and um, Josh Allen, you're going to see them pretty consistently in the AFC playoff picture, I would assume, if everything keeps going according to plan for all of those franchises. And that's good for the league. Those are all young, exciting, highly talented quarterbacks. And they're kind of rock stars, right? I mean, Burrow's the Heisman Trophy guy. He's the number one overall pick. He's the youngest of the group. And he's got the Bengals kind of being cool again. Allen is an athletic freak. Patrick Mahomes, kind of the same deal. And the arm talent is off the charts, et cetera. And, um, you know, you got to you gotta think that all of those are going to play into it, as well as Justin Herbert and his amazing physical tools as well. So kind of cool. You're I mean, I, I, I'm under the assumption that Joe Burrow and the Bengals are going to be in the AFC playoff picture pretty often, for sure. Um, as well as those other teams. And then, of course, you're going to have the other teams in the mix there, but a lot of good young quarterbacks in this league and in this conference. And uh, the, we, we might start to see kind of a consistent thing with all of those all of those teams. I, I see our friend Mike Mike Holbrook here says, fix the O-line. Of course, that's, that's the big narrative here. But here's the thing. The Bengals, I just, I said it, the Bengals were somehow able to weather Nine sacks from the Tennessee Titans and still get a win on the road in the cold with not a great running performance, not a you know, not a bombs away offense where Burroughs, I mean, he threw for you know, what was it, 340, 350, but you know, not multiple touchdowns. He didn't he didn't throw any passing touchdowns. The Bengals got in the end zone and they relied on the the big leg of their kicker. So that's the thing. They're gonna need to continue to play continue the formula that they've road to get to the AFC championship minimal penalties really really clean in terms of turnovers when they don't turn the ball over they don't lose when they don't shoot themselves in the foot they don't lose of course you need to protect the quarterback but they've been winning games when Burrow has three sacks four sacks five sacks nine sacks in the postseason so of course you want to protect him and that's going to be a huge key but at that point, at this point right now, quite honestly, that's more of an added bonus. And while the Chiefs defense is has improved and played a lot better, you saw what happens when they went up against a good offense tonight. And they don't have that. They, they've got talent. Don't get me wrong. They've got talent. They do not have consistently across the board the same defensive line talent as, as the Tennessee Titans. So um, that's those are kind of some of the key points to think about and talk about and stuff that you will hear this week as the Bengals get set to take on the chiefs in Kansas city. It's going to be a very tough matchup, very tough matchup. It's uh, they're there right now, as we sit here on Sunday evening, there are parts of me that say, Hey, the Bengals have a realistic shot because of what happened just a few weeks ago. There's, Another part of me that says this is a real tough ask, and it would have been the same same feelings with Buffalo if they if they if Buffalo was the one that hosted them. I would have had kind of the same feelings. But every time, I'm just going to say this: every time that we seem to count the Bengals out, every time that we say, uh, even in games, I've caught myself doing this many times this year. Oh boy, there it is. There's the problems. Oh, there it is. They lost the lead. Oh, there they fight back. They fight back. And I think it's a testament to their coach, to their quarterback, and a lot of different players on that roster for sure. So that's something to keep in mind on this one. And really, 
anytime there have been some bad losses, anytime there have been some of the lopsided losses, and there have been few of those this year for the Bengals, it's been because they have been their own worst enemy. So as long as they are not their own worst enemy this weekend, I think we're going to have a close game and maybe the result that we all want getting them to the Super Bowl that is being hosted in Los Angeles. So um, that's those are kind of some initial thoughts from me. And, I, you know, we're going to get out of here in just a minute because I just wanted to make this a quick episode where we talked about the, who the Bengals landed, some of the talking points we're going to be hearing about this week and let you know that um, we're going to continue bringing content. We've got happening headlines coming up this week. We've got a big show on Wednesday with John Sheeran and myself, maybe a special guest. We'll we'll let you know about that. And then, of course, we're going to probably have a, a crossover or a look over the fence with the opposition there with someone from the Chiefs, likely from the Believe Podcast Network. They keep feeding us all, all kinds of different cool guests, so we'll probably look there. And then, of course, uh, we may do some listener questions live or a Fan Friday type of thing, something like that, where we'll have all of you be involved. There's, gosh, there are like hundreds of you watching this live, <laughs> this live feed right now. This is awesome. Um, so I, at any rate, I just – I. I I'm excited for this next week. Um, I'm excited for the ride for the Bengals. And they keep saying the standard is the Super Bowl. They keep saying it. Uzama says it. Burrow says it. The rest of the team, that's the mantra. They're not ready to give up. And I I, I think uh, we're in for a real treat this next Sunday as the Bengals take on the Chiefs. I think it's going to be a fun game. So we'll see what happens there. Again, I'm Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com. And you can get all your news, opinions, analysis, etc. at CincyJungle.com. And you can get our podcast also there and a, a lot of other ways as well. In case you want, you know, if you're new to this show and you stumbled on it, we are on YouTube, of course. So you may be watching us live there. So you can subscribe there, click the bell to be notified when we go live and when new content is available. And of course, if you like what we're doing, give us a thumbs up. We're on iTunes, we are on Stitcher. We are on spot. This is obviously for Spotify for the audio listeners. We're on iHeartRadio. We are on uh, Megaphone and we are on Google Podcasts, all of which um, you can get. You can subscribe there, get our show, get all kinds of different material from ourselves, get all kinds of different material from Ace Zim doing Orange is the New Black podcast, as well as Coach Matt Minnick and his Coach Speak and Chalk Talk episodes. all on the Cincy Jungle Podcast Network. You can subscribe, leave a review if you could. Hopefully a good one. Hopefully you like what we're doing. If it's not, if you don't like what I'm doing or we're doing on this show, hopefully you like what Ace and Zim are doing or Coach Matt's doing, anything like that. But we appreciate the support. And I, I just got to keep saying, I, I really, really appreciate these YouTube super chats that you've been sending our way because we're, we're going to be donating those that we've received over the last week. Um, Icky Woods came on the show in case you didn't, in case you're new or you didn't catch that episode, go back. We wanted him on because he was the wild card ruler of the jungle. And we wanted to show him some support by giving a donation to the Javante Woods Foundation. And if you did not, if you want to do donate and you did not get one in through the, the super chat, go to JavanteWoodsFoundation.org and there is a donate button there. Um, we've, we've been pretty stoked to raise, um, I, I think we're getting close, somewhat close to about 3000 total dollars. Uh, for the com combined for the Ken Anderson Alliance, the Munoz Foundation, the Ken Riley Foundation, and now the Javante Woods Foundation. We're pretty stoked about that and couldn't do it without your help. So um, pretty cool. 
Have a good rest of your weekend. We'll be back at it with you this week with all kinds of different episodes as the Bengals keep trucking along through this postseason. It's been a fun ride. I hope you have all enjoyed it and have enjoyed the material that we've been bringing you on this show and on CincyJungle.com. So like I said, keep it there. And if you like what we're doing on the podcast, go get it in a number of different ways. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in on this impromptu Sunday night session. Obviously, kind of some big news that came the way, as we know who the Bengals' opponent is now. That is the Kansas City Chiefs, who will be hosting the Bengals next Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the AFC Championship game. The winner goes to Los Angeles for the Super Bowl. I can't believe we're saying that about our Cincinnati Bengals, but it is awesome. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.